Welcome to the Mind Juice Podcast, a dose of inspiration to inspire, motivate, and give a fresh perspective to dancers, teachers, and studio owners. We are going to tackle real life issues with real life perspective and solutions. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 106 of the Mind Juice Podcast. I hope your week was amazing. I hope your weekend was amazing. Did you get to apply the let them theory at all this week? If so, did it help? I would love to know how it worked out for you. This episode, we're going to expand the let them theory into parenting. I will let you know that I have two adult children of my own, two daughters, and this theory still comes into play as I watch them find their way as beautiful, productive women in society. So let's talk parents about when the let them theory does not come into play. You can't just let your child blow off school or schoolwork. You can't let them not eat their vegetables, take their vitamins. You can't let them not help out around the house. It's your job as a parent to create boundaries, to create healthy boundaries. So keep doing that. Now the let them theory comes into play when you realize you're forcing your child to become a mini version of yourself. Ouch, that hurts, right? I know we've all been there. We have hopes and dreams and plans for our kids and we just want them to live up to that, right? Well, yes, but it's not always what they want. Okay, a few examples. Let's say you're a sport parent. You grew up doing sports. You want your daughter to be a pro soccer player and instead she wants to dance. You let them, you support them. Let's say your kid ends up wanting to go to college for economics instead of nursing. Let them. Let them express their opinions. Let them express themselves. If you don't let them pursue their individual passions, you're suffocating them and you're telling them that who they are to their core is not okay. If your dancer is in it for the love of dance and doesn't want to do a solo, let them. I lived that with my youngest. I wanted her to do a solo so bad her senior year and she said no I do not like doing solos I don't feel like I'm a solo dancer and she told me no and you know what I had to do I had to let her it goes back to wanting to control controlling outcomes controlling feelings controlling placements and you know what you just can't control it so you just have to let your child enjoy it but you know what you can let your kids do you can let them do their own laundry Let them throw everything in and have the jeans bleed on the white shirt. And you know why? Because they will not like their clothes looking like that. And when you let your child do something the wrong way, they will figure out how to do it the right way. What else can you do? You can let your kids have their emotions. You can let them feel sad. Let them throw a fit. Let them go to the sleepover. Sometimes they might need space from you. So you use the let them theory to put up the guardrails when it's important but you put them down when your kid needs space to be themselves. If you try to shelter them from feeling sad or from consequences, you're teaching them that they aren't capable of handling it themselves. Okay, so here we have a story time. So when my oldest was about 13 and she grew up dancing at the studio, always competing, started competing very, very young. And when she was 13, I felt as her studio owner and her dance teacher and her mother that she needed some work on her flexibility and her turnout and her tricks and blah, 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 blah. And I'll never forget one morning I walked into her room so proud and I was like, hey, um, this week I have you in two times with the stretch coach and then I have you an extra ballet private and then I have you doing another Pilates, blah, 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 blah. And she looked at me and was like, mom, stop. 
if you do not stop, I will quit dance. You are making me hate this. And I was like, no, no, I, I know what's right for you. I'm your mom. I'm your teacher. All of these things will help you get better. You'll like these classes. You need it. Mom, stop. One more word and I'm done. I will never forget that day. I went ice cold. I think my heart stopped for a moment. I walked in my bedroom, shut the door, cried my eyes out. Come on, you know she needs, I know what she needs. I know that she needs all these classes. She needs all of these things. And you know what I did? I let her for two long years. I let her, I did not interject my opinion. I did not sign her up for the extra lessons, nothing. And it hurt and I cried, but I had to let her figure it out. Yes, she attended all of her dance classes. She had great attendance. She attended all of her rehearsals. None of that was, was in question. This was just all the extra that I wanted her to do to stay on top of her game so that she could stay competitive. And we had a lot of ups and downs those two years during that age of 13 and 14. I will say as a mom, and I've done it with two competitive dancers, 13 and 14 is a very tricky, tricky age. And I cried many times, but you know what? She found herself and now she's 21 and she's pursuing a dance career in Los Angeles. It was so hard, but I had to let her do it. And as a teacher and a studio owner, the saddest thing I see is when a parent doesn't think their child is living up to their expectations or the child sees mom get mad if they don't get a scholarship or if they didn't place in their solo in the top 10. And slowly you start seeing that dancer's joy start to fade because there's this awareness as they get older of their parents' praise or disapproval is based on performance. And then I see it and they want to quit at age 13 because it's not fun anymore and they hate it and blah, blah, blah. And it's not dance that they hate. It's the pressure and the conditional approval that they feel based on performance. So please don't do that. Let them be on their own journey. You have to trust your teachers and your studio owners. And studio owners and teachers, you have to earn trust. Trust doesn't come without earning it, in my opinion. The parents need to know that you care. They need to know your core values. They need to know your philosophies. They need to know that you want what's best for their child and you see them as an individual child on their own journey. And then parents, you have to trust that there's a method to the dance training. There is a lot of components that go into developing a child, especially at the accelerated level that a lot of us are in. And maybe what you want is not in the best interest when it comes to the growth of your dancer and you have to trust the process. I will say my most successful students that started with me at age three and stayed until they graduated from high school, all of those kids have something in common. Their parents trusted me, they trusted the process, they trusted and followed all of the rules in the program and so many of them are still dancing in college and beyond. The kids with parents who are always questioning everything and wanting meetings on and on and arguing and wanting this and that and push them up and do this, that and the other. Those are the ones the kids unfortunately end up quitting. I think that they can sense that their parents don't have trust and therefore they lose trust as well. My goal for my students is 18. I want them to, and my parents know that. It says it in our contract, my goal is 18. I want them to dance the full journey. So my decisions within my school are based upon longevity and not instant gratification. 
It's sad, but it is the way of the dance world that we want this instant gratification. I want her to be good now. I want her to be a winner now. And it takes time. I often think about, and I've thought about this when my kids were growing up, if I put our scenario in a different, in a different form. So let's say, you know, my, my oldest, when she was, this is just a hypothetical, this did not happen, but let's say she said, oh, I want to play the guitar. And in real life, yes, I did have a guitar when I was little. I was given it for Christmas one year randomly. Do I know how to play it? No, but I know I had a guitar too. Oh, yes, my daughter wants to play the guitar. So I do my research. I find her the, the teacher, the coach that, has, that comes highly recommended and has good results. I do my homework. I find a good coach. Now, imagine if I were to go to that you know, guitar coach and say, Hey, you know, I just want you to know that, you know, my daughter doesn't feel challenged. She doesn't feel like you're giving her, you know, hard enough songs to play. And, you know, when she's in the class with the other kids, she feels like she's better than the other kids and she doesn't, she doesn't really want to be with them. And, you know, I feel like, you know, you need to do, to do this, that, and the other. Can you imagine? I, I, I can't even imagine hiring someone that I trusted with my child and then going in and telling them how to do their job. And unfortunately, it happens in our industry all the time. You have to find people that you trust and you have to let them be. You have to let the teachers and you have to let the teachers and the studio owners do their job with their skilled and trade and have experience doing. And you just have to let them because when you let them, they will have fun, they will thrive, they will succeed, and they will look back with fond memories. So let your child express themselves. Let them be little. Be their cheerleader, not their critic. Let them love dance. When you let go and you let them, they begin to build confidence and independence, and it paves the way for a successful adult life. And trust me, I know parenting is hard. It's still hard parenting adult children too. It never ends, and that's a beautiful thing. But I did let both of my girls find their way in dance and both had two very different journeys and very different experiences. But both of them will look back at their competition years with smiles and laughter and stories and say those were the best days growing up. So my, my advice and my whole point in this podcast, parents, is to just let them. Just let your kids be. Let them. Of course, you can you know, I always say, are you a problem parent or a parent with a problem? I welcome a parent with a problem. They have a problem. Let's sit down, discuss, let's find a solution. You know what a parent, a problem parent is not always complaining and nothing's good enough and drama, drama, drama. Don't do that. You can be a parent with a problem. Approach your studio owner, approach your teacher, ask, get feedback, get clarity, and then move on. This is where you let your kids be kids. They will they will grow up to love and enjoy it because dance is such a beautiful thing. It's such an impactful and special thing. So I hope you found this episode helpful. Let me just tell you, you guys are doing a great job and you're growing every day. Be proud of yourself. It's no easy feat raising young dancers. So thank you guys for listening and I'll catch you next time on the Mind Juice podcast.